Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for listening to KBXL 94.1, The Voice, and I am Pastor Tom Doherty. I'm glad to be able to share with you on Life Point today. It's been a great weekend, and I just I was able to visit my daughter and son-in-law in Pocatello and had a wonderful time with them. So incredibly proud of my kids, as most of us are. And I'm so thankful they love God so dearly, and it meant a lot. First time we ever stayed at their house, I slept on an air mattress in their bedroom. And I tell you, I got to remember this. Make sure you put a blanket on top of the air mattress sheet because I about froze. But we had a wonderful time, and we went and watched a couple of our kids in cross-country. Uh, and they finished in the top, one of them, the girl seventh and the boy, Michaela seventh, and uh, and uh, Zach, I can't even remember names, uh, 15th. And it was awesome. I had a great time talking to Zach and his family. And it was just wonderful. And I love supporting our kids. And in fact, I am going to have a number of our Christian kids. One week I'm going to have a sports Christian show that I interview basketball uh, football and cross country and volleyball players on this show during that week. You'll know it. I'll announce it ahead of time, but I think you'll enjoy it. I'm going to interview these kids that are involved in youth group, involved in church, and involved with serving God because I think we need to know we got kids coming up that love the Lord, and I want them on the air too. So, anyhow, that's what's going on in my world, and I am ready to roll today in the book of Daniel. Last week, when I was in my devotional time early in the morning, I was listening. I turn on my Gideon Bible app, and I listen, and I listen to the book of Daniel. This was not a message I was planning on doing, but after I went through the book of Daniel, I realized that, man, I want to do this. This is this man was a man of God. This man was a man of integrity. This is an example that we all need to hear and see in our lives. And I can tell you this, it's just very vital that we follow God and follow the footsteps that he has for us because he certainly knows what's best for us. And I hope and pray that each one of you will continue to uh, serve God powerfully. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for a great day because, Lord, you have created this day. You have created this universe, this world we live in, this great state. And I pray, God, you would work in our lives. You'd give us strength in our weaknesses. You'd help us to overcome those things that come our way. But more than that, we would serve you with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind and might. I love you. I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Daniel was one leader in the Bible that we know quite a bit about. In fact, this past uh, week, as I was telling you in my devotional time, I listened uh, intently to it. And it, and you see Daniel's heart. I kind of want to talk about Daniel's heart today. But here's a man who lived in the 6th century B.C. Here was a man that would not move off his conviction of Almighty God. You know, I think that in our lives, we need to look at people that stand firm in their walk with God. I refer a lot to my folks because they were so solid in the Lord. I am what I am today is because my folks uh, taught me the way of the Lord. I'm going to talk about parents in this message today, too. King Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem, and he besieged it, and God delivered King Jehoiakim, a king of Judah, into his hands. Then listen to what took place after King Nebuchadnezzar took over. I want to read to you Daniel chapter 1, verses 3 through 10. Then the king ordered Aspenaz 
chief of the court officials to bring into the king's service some of the Israelites from the royal family and the nobility. Young men without physical defect, handsome, showing aptitude for every kind of learning, well-informed, quick to understand, and qualified to serve in the king's palace. He was to teach them the language and the literature of the Babylonians. The king assigned them a daily amount of food and wine from the king's table. They were to be trained for three years, and after that they were to enter the king's service. Among those who were chosen were some from Judah, Daniel, Ananiah, Michelle, and Azariah. The chief official gave them new names, Daniel, the name Belshazzar, to Hananiah, Shadrach, to Michelle, Meshach, and to Azariah, Abednego, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine, and he asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself this way. Now, God had caused an official to show favor and compassion to Daniel. But the official told Daniel, I am afraid of my lord, the king, who has assigned you your food and drink. Why should he see you looking worse than the other young men your age? The king would then have my head because of you. Daniel then said to the guard, whom the chief official had appointed over Daniel, Hananiah, Michelle, and Azariah, Please test your servants for ten days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with that of the young men that eat the royal food and treat your servants in accordance with what you see. So he agreed and tested them for ten days. Well, here the king ordered, folks, one of the chief officers to find great men in the kingdom. Without physical defects, first they're looking for perfect guys. Now, can you imagine? There's not hardly any of us that are perfect people that that just have that perfect look and that are intelligent, have everything going for them. He, he checked out to try to get all these great people that would be easy to train and look great, and then he would train them for three years so that he could they could be upper echelon people with the king. And Daniel was one of them. The king wanted them to be fed fine food and wine. I don't know what that meant, fine food and wine. In my book, that meant prime rib with uh, au jus sauce and uh, horseradish and baked potato. I mean, I don't know what he fed them back then, but, but fine food. He thought that would help them be stronger, look better, be sharper. But Daniel, Daniel didn't want to defile his body. In Daniel's uh, life, that was a defilement of his body. He did not want that. He did not want to eat that rich food. He did not want to drink the wine. You know, he wanted to live on vegetables and water. Well, we find, we see this, that Daniel, in the book of Daniel, is a book about discipline. Daniel exhibited discipline in his life that most didn't. And the young men were gathered, were probably most privileged and, and, and excited to be a part, that they were invited to be a part of the king's service. And how could you turn down that fine food and fine wine, you know? But Daniel, incredible man of God, had already set boundaries in his life. Daniel started out as a young man choosing right avenues. I tell you, folks, the way you raise your children, the example you show them is huge for them. You teach them the things the world are okay and the habits you have that are okay, they will follow them. And later on, struggles come because they watch their parents in action give approval to things in their lives that could eventually bring harm. That is why I'm an advocate of holy living, going the extra mile at home to be a positive example of how we want our children to respond to the things of the world. Daniel was a man of integrity, and that's exactly what God is calling us to be. Between our services, I shared this message a while back. I had a guy said, I was in California, and I went by a Baptist church, and I saw something on their 
on their uh, marquee sign that has stuck out to me, and he shared it with me, and so I'm going to share it with you. It said this, things you tolerate your children will embrace. Things you tolerate your children will embrace. Folks, we need to understand that. You have a great example and opportunity to raise your children up in the way of the Lord and show them truth, show them holiness, show them Christian living. You know what? You teach them the things of the world, they will follow your pattern. If we truly have a heart after God, we'll be people of integrity, people making decisions that represent Jesus and not in the world. Last week, I talked a lot about idolatry, putting things in front of our relationship with God. It's a real issue in most people's lives. We just, we want to be too spiritual. So we play with the things of the world and eventually we get burnt because we get so close to the fire. I was telling the church I pastor that when I was about seven or eight years old, I decided I wanted to be a gas station man. So I went into the garage, and I got a gallon of gas out of the garage, and I saw this vent coming out of the side of the house. Well, it was the dryer vent, and I took the gas, and I poured it in the dryer vent. Oh, my goodness, was my father not happy with me? And he certainly let me know that, and I believe the fire department came to make sure everything was okay. I caused... I caused some issues. You know why? Because I tell you what, if you play with fire, if you play with things like that, you're going to get burnt in life. And we've got to be so careful. And sometimes we put things before God. In fact, I was uh, several weeks ago when Boise State was playing San Jose State late on a Saturday night. And I was watching the game. I was so disgusted. The half, the first half was we just played lousy. I should say this. San Jose State played great. Their quarterback was unbelievable. But I was discouraged. I thought to myself then, I said, this is ridiculous. Why do I care so deeply about this? Why is this having an effect on my life? I shouldn't let this affect my life. And so I said, I'm going to bed. Well, I went to bed. Of course, I turned on the TV in the bedroom, and I thought I'd go to sleep. I didn't. Well, long story short, short, Boise State came back and ended up winning the game. But I did think that night. I thought, you know what? Do I put so much stock in my sports that that uh, God is second fiddle? I hope not. I hope that never plays in because I want to use venues for the glory of God. That's why I'm sharing some of these sports figures uh, going to be on the radio with me. We in our church, we have probably the most premier athlete in the state of Idaho. His name is Austin Bolt. And I'm telling you what, he is a man of God. He loves God uh, and he brings uh, people to church. He brings youth to church. But he is just a godly guy. And I love watching him at Bora. And I love Watching him play basketball, too. He's probably one of the best basketball players in the state. But we, there's a whole bunch of them. I got a whole bunch of guys, like I said, people that I'm going to bring on the air with me that I want you to hear from because I want you to be encouraged that we got a generation coming up that, that do love you and do love the Lord. And so that's, that's important. Well, Daniel, he's simple. Daniel took care of his personal life. He had great eating habits that helped him. Even today, you find in the story, you'll find the Daniel's Fast, the Daniel of the book on Daniel's Fast, and he uh, he shared, they take it out of the book of Daniel and how Daniel kept himself fit. And anyway, Daniel's friends followed suit. They did the same thing. Well, a long story short, I want to finish this before the message is over today, is that they came back and they looked Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego look better than all the others who've been eating a fine food. And so... They made a. Uh, they made everybody else go to vegetables and water. They said, if they look like this, we want you to look like this. Can you imagine how ticked those guys were, taking away all that fine food and wine from them? But Daniel and the boys, 
They were following God and following what God is leading them, and they were following a life of discipline. Well, folks, I'm going to continue this tomorrow. I hope you'll listen. I pray God blesses you this day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.